When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. All right, let's uh, welcome in, into the show from the Wellington Phoenix, uh, the big man at the back, came through the ranks at Manchester United, played three seasons at Leeds United as well. Scott Wooten, good morning to you, sir. How are you? Good morning. You okay? Yeah, all good, mate. All good. Are, are you in Auckland yet? Have you managed to escape Wellington? No, not quite yet. We've uh, we've got our final training session this morning before we uh, before we fly up to Auckland. Um, so no, we haven't. We haven't. Uh, we have, we're not out to Wellington yet. I hope the fog's not too bad, mate. Apparently, there was a few issues during the week trying to get out of Wellington. Yeah, no, there was one day. Um, I think it was maybe on Wednesday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. And it, when I woke up, I couldn't see twenty meters through my window. The fog was that bad. But uh, yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed, it holds off and we can. Um, we can fly up there, otherwise it'll be a hell of a long bus journey. Yeah, it will be, mate. You wouldn't wish that on anybody, I'll tell you that much for free. Uh, coming to Auckland, <laughs> uh, for, for, the last, well, for the last time you're going to be playing in Auckland uh, for the foreseeable future, mate, obviously with the news that came out this week. What was your reaction? What's the reaction within the club been uh, to having another A-League team based in New Zealand? Uh, there's not been too much reaction, really, amongst the players, Um a little bit of excitement that we'll, we'll obviously potentially have a, a fierce rival, a local derby. Um, but listen, there's not been too much talk of it. I think we, we've expected it for a long time. There's been rumours and talks for probably over a year now. So we always knew it was going to come. So it was, it's not like a shock to the system. But um, yeah, I think just maybe a little bit of excitement that you know we'll have one less travel for, a, for an away game will be nice and, and a local derby. Yeah, and, and how do you handle that travel, Scott? You know, like when you when you come uh, up to Tamaki tomorrow, or later on today, and you play the game tomorrow, you, do you class that as a a home game and one game that you guys should get? Yeah, it's a it's a funny one because obviously it's it, it's, it's obviously it is a home game clearly because it's in New Zealand and we're the home team, but it's the same sort of process as an away game you know we have to train a little slightly earlier we have to meet at the airport we have to get on a plane we have to travel um so it is a funny one um obviously the the advantage we have we don't have a time difference um going to australia even though it's only two hours sometimes three hours and five hours in pair that's difficult um so we obviously have that on our side but yeah it's a funny one i think it's a bit of both really it is obviously a home game um but it still has that away day feel You've got uh, Adam Griffiths on board this year as uh, as uh, part of the coaching staff under Chiefy helping the defence. What's he added? Because uh, it seems to be uh, a little more watertight than it was last season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think he's been been amazing, really. Um, I had a good chat with him 
in pre-season on the way back from from an away fixture in Australia, and um, I was sat next to him on the plane, and we were just speaking about sort of sharing stories for our careers and and stuff, and how we got into coaching. And he just said that when he was coaching Manly, um, they had the best defensive record in in the Australian State League. Um, obviously, he was at Western Sydney Wonders last year. They had the best defensive record, and that's what he wanted to bring bring here. He's got a set way of of working. Um, from like certain principles of how you should defend in terms of your body shape, um, the you know recovery runs and things like this, and then he's very very big on defending in the final third and, and defending the box and each sort of position or each um, certain positions in around the box must be filled. Um, and when when he reviews this footage, you know he's very very strict. If you're half a meter out of position or your body shape's not right, then he, he's pulling you up on it. So, but we've worked on it for from pretty early on in pre-season so the lads are really well drilled if someone's out of position someone else must fill that certain slot uh, and it's been really really refreshing I think it helps that he was a centre-back when he played I mean I played for loads of managers and coaches who, who, who try and put you in a defensive shape and, and have been maybe striking or wingers or midfield players and they just, just don't get what it feels like at times to be defending the box or in defensive vulnerable positions so I think the fact that, that Griff you know, played his career as a centre-back has helped not just myself, but all the defenders uh, and defensive midfield players uh, massively. And, you know, I think we've got, I think we're second best at the minute for the, the defensive record for goals conceded. And, you know, we've only played four games, so there's a hell of a long way to go. But the signs so far are good. Um, and we just need to maintain that and continue it for the rest of the season. Scott, when you Scott, when you talk about body body shape, like in, in our sport and rugby league, we talk about keeping our hips facing the opposition's try line so you don't get put out of shape defensively. When you're, when you're talking defensively um, in soccer, are you are you meaning keeping your body shape, I'm guessing, facing the football all the time so that you know where it's coming from? Or is it more man-on-man shape? No, so that's... I think in the past we were a lot more, in, especially in the box, we were a lot more man-on-man. And I think the problem you have defensively then is... As a defender, I'm sure it's similar in rugby. You can't gamble because the striker is always going to make the first move. Yeah. Whereas we've we've changed slightly now to be a little bit more in specific zones. Um, in terms of the body shape, exactly what you just said. You've got you've got to be able to see the ball with your hips. Um, you've got to be slightly on the, more on the side so you're able to, to to come forward and attack the ball and run, and be able to run back if the ball goes over the top. Uh, whereas if you if you're square on and you're facing the opposition goal, it's very difficult to then fully, you need to do a 180 turn to run back or it's very difficult mm. to get power to push off. So, um, um, you know, these are the, these are the small things that we, uh, we we tried to change. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, as Shakira once said, the hips don't lie, uh, Scott. Uh, any salsa dancing <laughs> yeah, in your exactly, training yeah. pre-season? Uh, no, not not quite. If, if there was, anyway, I certainly wouldn't be at the top of the class for that, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, good stuff, mate. Now, you've got uh, a, an interesting proposition ahead of you uh, this weekend with Melbourne City coming over. They're, they are always loaded. Uh, they've always got a stacked uh, team. We've got Jamie McLaren, Andrew Naboo, um, Matt Leckie, obviously Terry Antonis, and an old teammate of yours, Stephen Ugarkovic, as well, who was uh, part of the Phoenix setup last season. Uh, they haven't had a great start, though, have they? They've already sacked the coach. Uh, what have you made of uh, what you've seen in Melbourne City so far this season? Yeah, I haven't seen uh, too much of them, obviously, because it's early days. We only had four games, but they had, like you say, a rocky start. Um, 
I think they've won. I think they won the last game under the new coach, so they'll get some confidence from that. But yeah, I think there was obviously a few problems with the with the old manager. They had a heavy defeat in the grand final, which was unlike them. But listen, they're no mugs. They've they've won the Premiership for um, the last three years on the run. They've, they've got very very good players in the squad, and I just think sometimes in football that can happen. You can get off to a bit of an iffy start. You know, we've been guilty of that in the past here at the Phoenix and it, it doesn't always tell the full story of the season so I'm sure they'll they'll be back stronger but hopefully we, their um, their revival won't start at the weekend. No, and is there a shift in the attitude this week, Scott, with the, with uh, the task at hand, knowing that this team has won three on a bounce? No, not not one bit. Um, we've had the same sort of attitude, same mentality from the first week of the season. You know, we we had a very difficult game going away to Western Sydney. Uh, game game day one, so the um, no shift in mentality. We we treat every game the same. We go to win. Um, you know, yeah, Melbourne City have won the last three championships, but the team is is slightly different. Still, with like you say, stacked with very good players, but it's not quite that same team. So we we don't go there with any fear. We go there full of confidence. We've had a good start, and yeah, there's been no um, no change in mentality. In terms of uh, the uh, the season goals uh, that you've got ahead of you, mate, I mean, obviously you, you you made the playoffs last time. You you want to cement that even more uh, under Chiefy in his first year in charge. How how are things gelling and how are you finding the young guys coming through? Because that was one thing I noticed looking at the squad build. Maybe uh, he's uh, Chiefy's put a bit more emphasis on some of the youth guys, some of the development players coming through. So I mean, if you do have a couple of injuries or suspensions, you're gonna have to rely on some of those young fellas later in the season. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, we the squad is is quite thin in terms of experience, um, but you know we've got young players to back that up, and, and they're ready to pounce when their chance comes. Um, in terms of our ambitions for the season, it's not something that we've we've spoken about really. Uh, don't want to sound boring, but you know the old cliche of take each game as it comes. That's just what we've been doing. Mm. So uh, there's been no sort of targets for the year um, or anything like that. And yes, yeah, so far that you know the young players, I've done fantastically well particularly you know AP and goal it's not easy being a keeper um, you make one mistake and you get punished more more often than not so I think he's done brilliantly well uh, Finn Sherman and Lucas Kelly healed uh, the same you know they've both been uh, been outstanding so far um, hardly put a foot wrong so that again that's all well and good doing it for four games we, we've got to do that for, for 20 plus games and uh, and then we'll have a good season yeah, no, no one remembers the beginning of the year, eh, Scott? They only remember the back end of it. Um, and you're talking about the young guys that are coming. Yeah. What about what about the, having the woman there as well? You know, like they're playing in this double header with you. There's a, been a lot of talk about crossing each other's paths during the day. Does it feel like a real family-focused club at the moment? Yeah, I think it does. I think there's been slight changes to, to both teams' um, sort of schedules that have enabled that. I think the women instead of training in the afternoon last year where we would never see them, they now train in the morning, so there's a, a lot more interaction. Um, you know, just casual chats, a bit more sort of camaraderie amongst the club. Uh, we've already had one double header. We've obviously got another one this weekend. So, yeah, there's that more family feel um, amongst the club, if you like. And uh, I think that can only bode well. Both teams are, are obviously fighting, rooting for each other and fighting, hoping that each other win. Whereas I think that was that slight like probably disconnect last year again not by anyone's fault just that um, the women's team weren't in it they were in a lot later than what we were we never really got to see them or anything like that so I think the more the more you're amongst people the more you see people you'd obviously build that that sort of 
club spirit rather than a, a team spirit. And um, yeah, you, you want each other to do well, and you, you're always amongst each other. There was some talk that the uh, All Whites boys, uh, Tim and, and, and Alex and Finn, might not make it back uh, or be available for this game. Have you got any update on that for us, Scott? Yeah, I think uh, unless the flight's been delayed or cancelled, I think they'd, they'd be landing in Auckland um, in the next couple of hours, I think. So they're, they're not going to train with us today. They're going to meet us up there, um, which obviously isn't isn't ideal. Um, but... You know they're three, three good lads, three good pros. I'm sure they would, they would be doing everything they can from finishing the game in Ireland, trying to get as much sleep or as rest on the flights, and making sure that they're available. Obviously, Payne played both games. Um, Finn and Finn and AP should be should be okay in terms of the minutes that they played to be available for us. So, um, yeah, like I said, it's not ideal, but it is what it is. I think Melbourne City have got a couple of players in the same boat. Uh, Becky, the left back, and McLaren up front. They were both in playing for Australia so I don't know where their games were but I think they're meeting in Auckland as well so yeah listen it's not ideal but it's what we're paid to do at the end of the day We just hope that as is Bayich can bring some of that Dundee United form from last season mate hopefully eh? <laughs> yeah, that'd be all right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, just before we let you go, uh, Scott. Obviously, you, you came through the ranks at Manchester United. You played for Leeds. Those two teams don't like each other very much, and it did get me thinking about uh, an Auckland team in the A League uh, and 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 what that derby might be like against the Phoenix when it when it finally happens. Uh, but what is the uh, well? You know, I guess the most passionate derby that you've you've played in. You must have a story or two. Most passionate. Um, I always did enjoy the when I was playing for Leeds. The Yorkshire derbies were, were quite intense. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday, Leeds hate each other. Um, yeah, listen, Man United and Leeds absolutely can't stand each other. But I was just playing in the Championship for Leeds, so we never got to to play that fixture. Um, but yeah, I think the, the one that stands out is Sheffield Wednesday uh, away at Hillsborough, really top historic stadium. Um, just the, the the game day just feels different. You know, we go out. You know, nine times out of ten, you go out for the warm up, and the the stadium is sort of probably a tenth full, um, not that busy. Whereas you go out for them derby games, and the whole away crowd is is full straight away, an hour before kick off, singing songs, and you can just sort of smell and feel the atmosphere. It's just different to normal games, uh, so I think that's the one. They're the ones that stick out. Kempe played rugby league for the Leeds Rhinos, mate, and as I said earlier, no one likes Leeds, so I think I think there's a bit of that going around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, I know that feeling for sure. <laughs> Good stuff, Scott. Hey, listen, really appreciate your time this morning, mate. Uh, have a have a safe travel back uh, no up problem. to Auckland, and uh, good luck tomorrow, eh? Yeah, thanks very much, guys. Cheers. Cheers. See you later. Will do. See you later. Scott Wooten there out of the Wellington Phoenix. Uh, their big game, uh, double header actually, at Go Media Stadium, Mount Smart. That is happening tomorrow. Uh, tickets still available for that one if you want to get along for a big day of football.